Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Invisible World podcast show. We are back here to talk about Arsenal, talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in football in the last few days. And uh, again, me and my friend Tim Chase from Standing Tower. How are you, my friends? I'm good, mate. How are you? Very good. Very good indeed. Well, I know good. you've got shirts as well, but you haven't got a 1990 England shirt, have you? No, I don't have this one. I don't have this Although one. Although you have... Oh. Go on. Uh, we... I'm gonna after this podcast. I'm gonna have a look in my memorabilia if I got to the England shirt when from 2002. I'm not gonna say the the, the other things, but yeah, because uh, yeah, no, you know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you said yeah. right now at the beginning of the, our podcast. No, exactly. But is that your no, shirt in the background? Is that your shirt from the final? Because like, is it signed? Is that your shirt from the Yeah, final? this was this this t-shirt is from um, the World Cup in 2006 in Germany. Okay. There were some signatures there. Amazing. And um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, you see the number 17 because mm. I I started on the bench in Brazil, is you know, it's different from other places on my we didn't have like uh, numbers, you know, oh, this Hubert Silva, no, because there was a lot of competition. I could be one day and never come back yeah. <laughs> due to, to the quality of the players. Yeah. But it um, seems like nowadays, you know, the players, they have their own numbers. You know, not only Neymar the, with the number 10, but uh, the other players as well. I think it's quite nice because you, you identify with the numbers and the, the also the fans identify you with these numbers. Mm. This is quite interesting. Let me tell you one thing. I don't know if I spoke to you about it. Uh, when I went to Arsenal, I uh, was very interested because uh, after I signed my contract and everything was fine, then was a moment my, uh, the number of my T-shirt. And they want to give me Tony Adams shirt. Oh wow! I, I yeah, not because uh, you know uh, I didn't want to to have his t-shirt properly, but I said to myself, listen, Tony Adams is a massive <laughs> captain. He got a massive victory here at Arsenal, and uh, at um, in England as well. You know, I found out about his story. About everything around him, you know, how important he became for English English football. And I said, listen, this guy must deserve all the credits. Mm. He must he must live with this. People must remember this. Yeah. From remember him. And um, in this number is very important. I just arrived uh, from the World Cup, you know, with Brazil being champion. I don't want people, you know, start to think about me where his, yeah, his number. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, but at some point, you know, uh, I said, listen, he got a good story here at Arsenal. I want to have another number mm. just to write down my, my history here in, at Arsenal first and English football. Mm. And uh, then Arsenal fans who have Ton Adams number six and Gilbert Silva number 19. Yeah. Or people who had different numbers, and uh, we were close to have the same numbers. But uh, you know, for this reason, I decided not to take his his shirt. Amazing. And um, you know, it was 
at some points, people asked me, why this? You were scared. I said, it's not about being scared. It's about respecting the yeah, guy right. who got a massive history in the English game. And, uh, you know, and then the first time I had an opportunity to, to see him close, you know, was a real pleasure. You know, was, mm. uh, I was very happy to stand beside the, the big captain. Mm. So was he? Yeah, no. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to ask if he was playing. He wouldn't have been playing because he wouldn't have taken his shirt. Um, but yeah, no, you yeah. never told me that before. Well, good story. No. Well, and that's that's the end of this yeah, week's no. podcast. <laughs> no, it's because you know, looking here, the numbers of uh, the number of uh, Brazilian shirts, mm. and this came on my mind. You know, this is good when we have some things. You know, not yeah. uh, a wide back background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the uh, what's the Arsenal one? Is that a yeah, this is a, an Arsenal show. It's not just, I don't, I don't remember. I think it was my last last year, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I don't think you're playing a video, mate. This, have you got a video playing on your laptop? It looks like. <laughs> sorry. It's a nice madness. Sometimes I don't really work out with the technology. I mean, you get the t shirts. I know you are good. Yeah, yeah. I was um, very happy to see this T-shirt mm. at the back, you know, and I forgot some small details. Mate, it's quality. Great, <laughs> great, way, great way to start the podcast off this week. Fantastic. fantastic. No, this is fantastic. Uh, listen, um, well, once again, it's a nightmare for me because I know you're going to talk about uh, the betting we have made. Uh, I'm still losing. I'm so disappointed by you know the, the result, of course. We're gonna talk about it. And um, but before we, we go, you know, we knew the, that uh, Arsenal against Leicester would be a very tough game. We spoke about about it in our last episode, and as it was, and uh, seems that Jamie Vardy is enjoying very much play against Arsenal. He loves against Arsenal. He's, uh, he's a great player. He's a great player. Mm. Um, yeah, this um, once again Arsenal, you know, missed a few chance and uh, important chance they could have uh, won the game. They get get uh, they got a goal disallowed from like I said, is quite controversial. VAR, well, mate, VAR, you fucking hate VAR, don't you? No, listen, I it's quite impossible to live nowadays in football without the technology. And um, I think the point was not exactly the VAR. The situation was um, uh, Shaka was close to Kasper Schmeichel. Right. I think this was uh, the, main, the main decision mm. about uh, that situation. Because um, being close to the, 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 the goalkeeper seems like you know, the interpretation from the rules, rules of the game uh, is about um, you know the interference he can make and the goalkeeper to well, he's save active, the ball. Isn't he? He's class yeah. being active by being close to Casper Michael. So even if he doesn't touch exactly. it, just because he's in his uh, close to him, Casper could be distracted by him, had his view of the ball opposed, so he couldn't see it. That's why he's considered. I think they call it active. Um, yeah, I think there just needs to be a bit more clarity in the whole VAR ruling because no one really knows where they are. You know, I think everyone now, as a fan, you see a goal go in and then you celebrate a little bit and go, oh, no, is VAR going to take that goal away? It just takes away a bit, the, a bit of the passion of the game a little bit, I think. I think it's got to be there. I just don't think... I think 
you're absolutely right. You can't get away from not having VAR. But the way it's applied needs to be improved. But we talk about yeah, VAR every week. I'll do it this week. Yeah. I don't know if, if um, people talk around, but probably everyone talk about it because there are referees explain the situation. Because um, for when you look at very, you know, the, the first moment, uh, you may think, oh, uh, Aubameyang didn't touch the ball. He pretends to, but he didn't touch the ball. In the moment Laka said had the ball, Shaka uh, was offside. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the, the, he, he did a very little movement now to, to skip away from the ball. Yeah. Probably this action uh, creates all the problem. And... Uh, and also change everything in the result. Mm. The game could be totally different because when they got the goals allowed, it was at the beginning of the game. Mm. And um, for sure, it's got an impact on Arsenal's game, Arsenal players, and also for Leicester because they say, okay, still new, new. Mm-hmm. Let's stick to our strategy for this game. But uh, despite that, you know, Arsenal still have, uh, you know, a great chance to, to score before they, they got, uh, uh, they go against them from, from Valde again. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. So it looked like quite a close game. Uh, yeah. It wasn't obviously one goal in any, anyway, but it looked like the only deciding thing was that our, our left just seemed to be a little bit better organised. Yeah, looks like. You know, and, and um, it's um, for me. It's quite um, it's quite tough when I see you now because um, when they concede the goal, um, the moment seems like there was five uh, players behind the ball in the, in the defensive position, mm-hmm. just a little bit, you know, uh, not in line properly, because Shaka um, and Tierney was you know, slightly different, not in the same line. Then Gabriel uh, Magalhães, a little bit at, behind Shaka, but the pass was great. Mm. You know, the pass and the movement to, to get the pass until the moment of the goal, you know, was very fast. And uh, therefore, you know, the Shaka could not come back. Gabriel could not um, cover him. And uh, end up with a great cross and great finish from Jay Bard. And after that, you know, Bardi could have scored the second goal of the night. And um, he missed a chance, saved by Leno. Mm-hmm. And um, then everything changed, you know. But um, as you mentioned, uh, Leicester knew exactly what they had to do. You know, they have a clear their strategy. It seems like for me, uh, Arsenal. Um, they, 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 we, we spoke about it before. There is quality there in the squad, and um, they teams the team for me looks much, much better from last year, you know, more composed. This is my perception, but they also know needs to win their, their games more clever. They need to be not exactly bad guys, but they need to be like a little bit more nasty to mm. get. Uh, not being, being bullied by the opponents uh, when they play at home, when they play away. It seems like um, 
you know, they are going to create many chance, some or few chance important in, uh, in many, many stages of the game. But um, when they, they don't score, it seems like um, the, the, the opponents got, um, they believe, they got to believe that uh, they are going to score against Arsenal mm. at some point. Just stick to the strategy, bully them. In many, many occasions, stop the game, stop the way they play. This is what I have seen in the last few weeks at Arsenal. This is what they, they, they need to work out. And uh, don't worry if the people start to blame you. Just make sure you don't be so easy. Yeah, well, I think uh, you mentioned it before we started filming that Mourinho, there was that thing from uh, the, um, the Prime, Amazon Prime show with Spurs. Obviously, we don't want to talk about Spurs too much on your podcast, but um, Deli Ali came in and had a go with um, with Dyer, uh, and he didn't want to call him out. He was saying, "Look, it's the same people all the time." And uh, Dyer was like, "Well, who is it? Tell us who it is." And he refused to say it. They were having a big fight, and then Mourinho calmed down and said, "Look, you guys are too nice. You're nice guys. You're too nice. You're a lovely team. You're too nice. You're not going to win shit unless you get a bit more nasty." And it's true. I mean, look at you guys. And the fights you have with Man United, the Invincible team, your team before the Invincibles, you were, you were mean, right? Patrick Vieira was always having a fight with Roy Keane. Um, you know, you weren't kicking lumps out of people with dirty tackles or anything, but people knew not to mess with you. You know, you were nasty. And in turn, Man United were nasty as well. And you were the yeah. two best teams at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not, I don't. I, I don't see any problem of being too nice person. <laughs> but no, on the field, it's about uh, who wants more. Exactly, who wants more on the field. And one on the field, you have to be, you know, ready for the challenge. Don't let people bully you so easy. Because um, then, in the end of the day, it's so frustrating. You know, talking. Oh, we had a good game, create a good chance, but uh, the result was not good. And this is uh, it's very tough for every player to talk about the same things all the time. And uh, hope that uh, they, they can manage this, you know, just uh, uh, work out on this situation because uh, for me, there's quality there. Mm. There's strength, there's squad for, for this season. Players with quality, they are doing good impacts, such as Gabriel Magalhães. He's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And um, Thomas Pauté just arrived in the club as well, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, it's important for all of them to feel good and uh, people start to see Arsenal, you know, on a different way as they have seen in the last few years. Yeah. How you make this, you know, make make your game better, mm-hmm. you know, show everyone that you are ready for the challenge. And um, don't let the, the, the opponents bully you so easy, you know. You know, have to, to play hard. Play hard. Because the quality they, they've got, uh, play hard. Mm. You know, play hard and make sure uh, every ball you go for the challenge, you get them, mm. most of them. And, uh, you know, and uh, sometimes you have to, to use the strategies, the opponents to stop the game with little fouls. And... Uh, uh, ball works. There is not m- big change, you know, from ten years ago, twenty years ago. Oh, change a few things, but um, some 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 things uh, remains the same. It's just what may change 
sometimes the communication, how you communicate to the players. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as they understand that, I'm sure uh, they start to, to get the results and the opponents, you see them, uh, the chains or Arsenal, we cannot go anytime there and bully them. You know, no. they are ready. If you do, they'll do will against us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. They need to be a bit more a bit more nasty. I think, and you meant you said it a minute ago uh, before we started filming, was that they they rely too much on their quality. You know, they're obviously good, good players, all top-notch players. Um, good, we're good on the ball. But it's, it's how you play when you haven't got the ball, which counts sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, um, uh, they're curious things for me because, um, for example, um, people are... Now we start to put a little bit of pressure on Alba Meyang because mm-hmm. last few games he had score. But uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure you get there, and um, people cannot forget how how important he is for the team, mm-hmm. how good Absolutely. player he is. But uh, he needs somebody in the final third to give him the ball in the best place. You know? mm-hmm. He needs somebody to understand that. He needs to get the ball most of the time because he's gonna try, he's gonna lose, he's gonna try, he's gonna lose. But then he's gonna, you know, maybe not work in the best, um, maybe decisions. But suddenly he's gonna score. Oh, which somebody made a mistake. But this is a, a kind of guy must be fed with the balls. Mm-hmm. You know, give him the ball as much as you can. I who can. I create trouble for the opponent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure he's frustrated, you know, for the strikers. They yep. get really upset when they don't score, <laughs> you know, for a few games. Their mood is not so good in the training session. Yep. This is great, you know. I like this attitude because if you feel happy because of that, you know, does not make sense. It's important for them to feel this, you know, how hard it is when you... Uh, not score for one, two, three games or even more, but you work, you work and to create uh, the opportunities for the next games. And, um, but, uh, you know, my opinion is that people uh, stop, you know, talk about it too easy and yeah. that's too early in the competition. Aubameyang is a top player and uh, he deserves the credit and I'm sure he's going to start to score. But as from that, what he brings to the team, people need to understand, oh, the whole context, when they talk about, oh, he's not the best player anymore. Just calm down. Yeah, he doesn't become a bad player. And, uh, you cannot be the best player one day and the next day you, you are a bad player. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, you know, it's... um. Talking to you know Arsenal signings, you know, well, Thomas Part, you know, he had uh, his first uh, starting mm-hmm. against Leicester. Yep. And um, as we've been speaking last episodes, you know, last few episodes, the importance of Arsenal signing a player in this position. Arsenal now has probably one of the best in his position in the world at the moment, in my opinion. And, but uh, unluckily for him, you know, 
his first, the, the start for him has not been so easy because he came on the last game against City, the team lost. Yeah. And um, this game he starts and um, the team lost uh, to Leicester. But to be fair well, to him, it's two of the tough teams in the Premier League. Well, maybe not Man City, but they are not, the former Man City aren't great because obviously down the bottom of the league. But Leicester aren't. You know, it's two tough games to come on board with. Um, and obviously, Leicester and Man City both play at a fast pace. So, I guess that might be kind of getting used to it. But like you say, it's good to see you started. Uh, for me, it was important for him to start. You know, um, when a club sign a player like him, you know, it does not make sense just keeping him watching the games from the bench. It was important for him. You know, the, the result was not so good. But I'm sure he, he must have enjoyed uh, his first start for, for the club. And uh, give to give him like uh, they understand how the Premier League works, how the Premier League works, how the Arsenal team works, his teammates with uh, to adapt to the, the the new the new club, the new teammates, the the style of uh, the new players he's playing with, mm -hmm. and for him to show up and put his strength out of the on the field, mm -hmm. and um, but. Uh, as we all know, in spite of the fact of his ability, his quality, uh, as everyone knows, it's not so easy. You know, he starts on a tough match. He came on against Manchester City. You know, Guardiola desperate, you know, to get the three points. Not only Guardiola, but his, his, his team. Yeah. And um, now against Leicester, against a very organized team. Mm. You know, it's uh, amazing how they are playing and um, not having the best result. But it's important for him to understand how difficult Premier League is. You know, mm -hmm. not He's not the only one. If he found it a little bit difficult in the game, he's not the only one. Just need to drop that. But um, I'm sure as uh, he kept he keep playing, he's going to settle in the team and will give... Uh, you know, um, a very a good stability for Arsenal defenders for the next coming games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so obviously there's a comparison to be made here with him and you. People say that all the time. And you obviously said he's one of the best players in that position in the world at the moment. So when you first came to the UK, obviously we heard that they tried to give you Tony Adams' number and you said, no, you want your own one. But what... Um, what was what did you find hard to deal with both on the pitch? What hard to get used to both on the pitch and off the pitch when you first came to Arsenal, first came to England? Oh, for me, and the, the speed of the game was quite hard for me. Mm. To, Everyone says that, right? Yeah, the speed of the game was quite hard. Um, the tempo here in Brazil was totally different, you know, because it would not be the same because of. Uh, the hot weather we have here in Brazil. Yeah, you can't be, run around like a nutter. High tempo. But uh, the tempo of the game was quite tough for me. And, um, you know, to get to the speed of the game and also the physicality mm -hmm. was something very, very tough. The game on that time when I played, when I came to Arsenal, was very direct, you know, long balls. Most of the clubs play long balls. Mm -hmm. Different from nowadays, as we can see, a team like, um, you know, Fulham, uh, West Ham, um, Aston Villa, even less than nowadays, play 
uh, beautiful football in the last few years, but on that time, on a different uh, uh, situation table. But now they play beautiful football yeah. starting from the back. Now, on that time, you know, they just, the goalkeeper just kick the ball, you have to fight in the air, get the ball, and <laughs> put the ball on the floor and start again. Well, you know, the game has changed as well. Mm. And, but despite that, there is a lot, you know, the, the quality is there in most, basically the whole teams is with uh, many times with, with a better football instead of uh, all the time long ball, long ball, but they, they play uh, the ball on the floor and uh, start from the back, you know. Sometimes it's quite risky many occasions, but the way they are playing. But it's still uh, a lot of challenge, you know, and I'm sure Partey is, uh, is fine at the beginning, a few, few um, difficulties, you know, but he's going to get there, he's going to adapt. And also for me, another aspect was not to speak the language at the beginning. Mm. But uh, I, I guess that I could read the game I could understand exactly, you know, even though I didn't speak the language, uh, on the field, you understand the strategy for the game and where I had to to be on the field, uh, especially when I, di I didn't have the ball, you know, position myself according to Patrick Vieira, Edu, mm -hmm. or who else I was playing with in the middle of the park. Mm -hmm. I think this is important, you know, when you understand that, you know, you adapt a little bit faster. It's not so easy, but uh, you have to to make uh, the, the your adaptation faster as possible. Otherwise, people you they they start to make question about your football. If it was the right decision to bring you or not to the team. Yeah. So, how was your first part of the season? How were your first few games? Do you remember? Do you think you did well? I'm not so sure. If I did well. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> well. My, my the, the the first my debut was okay you know, against Liverpool I oh, yeah, scored the winning goal of uh, winning shield this was fantastic mm. but uh, afterwards in the in the Premier League it was quite tough I remember uh, after after every match I was destroyed you know with the physicality of the game really? you know, all the time jump to you know. Uh, to, Trying to get the ball in the air, you know. The the strikers and the midfielders, they were like a giants, you know. When I see some of the players, they look like uh, some of them, like uh, the fighters, like from MMA now, yeah. you know, we see on TV. Yeah. Very strong, big guys, you know, very. And um, it was quite tough to get, you know, um, to uh, adapt yeah. at the beginning. The I think the first five games was was very tough for me and then you have like the habit of playing in brazil playing possession but uh because the the premier league you know every game was very directly i try most of the time you know get the ball and pass to the right back pass to the middle and get back and pass to the center back put the ball on the other side until a day when Austin came to me and say listen it's all right, you know, you are adapting here, but I want you to, every time when you play, the, you get the ball, try to play forward. Yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, okay, it's fine. 
And I, I got his idea what he wants from me and started doing it. And um, honestly, it was much, much better for my game. I understand I could. Uh, and then I started to improve my game for the team, could help the team even more, understand the concept of how to, um, uh, to play, you know, in this type of game. Because this is how the Premier League uh, was played on that time. You have to understand, understand exactly what the coach, the manager wants from you mm. and uh, make things simple as possible for yourself on the field, you know. If the manager wants this, why I would do it differently from what he wants? No yeah. way. Yeah, well, I guess you're going from then, rather than just breaking down the attack, and um, assist the defence, you'll then turn that attack and the other team's attack to be able to counter-attack much quicker. I guess that's what he was looking for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it, because we delay the game, you know, if you start to play ball on the side, all the time on the side, at the back, and turn, and then get the ball again instead of moving forward. And we don't progress in, with the ball uh, forward. And the point for us, you know, because of the, the quality plays we've got, it's about to make the, them receive the ball to create an opportunity to score the goals. If I start, you know, just work in the possession, like, you know, uh, running around with the ball is without uh, creativity, without the football forward, you know, we could not score goals. And at some point, by the way, the many other clubs, many clubs played on that time, we have like a long ball, they score a goal and finish, you know, the game's over. Yeah. And that's why, you know, this was this advice from him was really important for me. And um, I, I, I was clever enough and understood that. Nice. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I may not future in a few games. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, cool. That's great. Another, mate, you come up with some great stories this week. Um, so, on some more positive things. So, the Gilberto Silva Player of the Week. Who's this week's oh, Player of the Week? Interesting. Oh, the play of the week this week uh, is Journey. Yeah. Yeah. Kieran I think Journey. he's been quite solid, isn't he? Oh, His he... effort is always 100%. Um, it's hard, obviously, to choose, choose a player from a team that's, that's lost two games in a row. But I think he's, obviously, last week, um, Saka, um, worthy. And I think Tini as well. You know, he was close. Tini was close to it last week as well. Um, but I think he just, yeah, it's a great shout. So give us your reasons why. Or have I just taken all yeah. your reasons? Yeah. <laughs> Journey uh, is the player of the week. I believe he's, he got a good capacity to improve his game even more. And uh, we can see how powerful he is. You know, He got ability to pass the player, players in front of him. He got a good pace. And um, he you know, was uh, quite... Frustrate, you know, to see the cross he gave to Lacassette and he missed. And a uh, great opportunity when the game was nil-nil, Lacassette scored a goal, you know, put Arsenal in front, mm -hmm. one-nil. And as we mentioned before at the beginning of this podcast, you know, a goal may change the game, you know, can change the game. As the, the circumstance when the, the Arsenal goes, goal was, was disallowed at the beginning of the game, this opportunity could have changed the game as well. But uh, as you can see, back to Cherny, you know, he's, uh, uh, when I see him, you know, it's he's, uh, great to watch his game. He's always objective in what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. 
when the moving moving forward and when he has to defend he's strong as well mm. you know he play he make thing, things easy for him he make things simple yeah. i think the guy is he's going to improve and going to help arsenal a lot uh, during the season brilliant this is my player of the week congratulations tini yes you get a signed your silver t-shirt coming your way um <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so next game. Well, next game for Arsenal will be a tough one again. Mm. It, they are in a sequence of tough games, and then they got um, um, City away, then Leicester home, and now Manchester, Manchester United. Boy, will be a tough game again because uh, in the other side, United needs to win the game to improve. Um, they're uh, 15th now, many night, don't they? Yeah, they need to improve their position. They are 15, but they got a game in hand. Yeah, they got five games, and um, but uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard as always, is you know, but can be you know, it's a, it's a good opportunity for them. Uh, coming from two bad results in the Premier League, they need to get some points, start to, to win the game, start to get the results. And um, there's no other other way. This right. is how the game is, and uh, it's good when you have a, an important game or when you have a frustration after losing uh, a game. Mm. And now against United, it's going to be tough again. Yeah, I'm well, expecting think, a big game. Yeah, well, I think Arsenal. Well, obviously the teams uh, Arsenal are in eleventh, and United are in fifteenth. But even that, I think Arsenal are in a better shape than United because I think United don't really know their best team yet. Obviously, Pogba's Fred's come in recently and seems to be doing a really good job. Pogba seems to be out of favour again every season. He seems to be uh, plans can't wait for him to come back, and he comes back and he's not great again. Looks lazy, uh, and it's kind of what we were talking about with Arsenal. You know, they need to be a little bit nasty. Uh, a little bit more nasty, and, and Pop is kind of you just want to see a bit more effort from him. Do you know what I mean? It's he doesn't not dynamic. He's not putting. You, you struggle to see why he's there. Well, it looks like for me that um, Solskjaer is still trying to find out who is going to be, um, you know, his guy from from the middle, yeah. the midfield. Who's going to be his midfield in the, from the games? You now he tried before Matic and Pogba against Tottenham did not work out, and they Mark Tomney is back in the team um, with Fred, and um, you know two younger players. You know maybe not the the same. Uh, let's say statue from the guys. You know in terms of. Uh, their, their experience, but um, players who got quality, players who wants to um, to have their opportunities, want to play. And uh, as we spoke about Fred Laws from last season, my opinion, he was one of the best uh, Manchester, Manchester United uh, player of last from last season. Well, he was certainly the most consistent, um, wasn't he? His performance was quite was always solid. He didn't start the competition. His his performances he was he found last season he Sorry? found some consi- last season he found some consistency. Exactly, you know as as far he got the uh, you know more games uh, play regularly, 
was a totally different player from uh, the, his his first season, mm-hmm. and uh, now he's back in the team. Now he played the Champions League game. He had a good game again. Last game against Chelsea and, did well. Yeah, against Chelsea did well. And um, let's see. I think um, it's not going to be easy to so shy to choose who is going to be. And now he's or oh, three or oh, two or oh, four men on the field. You know, in the middle, yeah. as he got everyone available last year. You know, Pogba, Matic got injury uh, at some stage of the competition, and now he got everyone available. I, I believe, you know, they got a good team. It's about uh, so shy, you know, you know, pick yeah, the best of the moments to. Uh, put them on the field, and for us, no, it's going to be a, a a big challenge again. You know, every time when you go to Old Trafford, is always a story behind the game. Mm-hmm. I love this. This yeah. is what I love the story about behind the game. Every game you go there, you play. You know, it's um, and the hard thing this at this moment because we cannot see the fans to enjoy the game in this stadium. Yeah. It's, um, it's still tough, I guess, for every player playing the games without the fans. We don't love, we don't like football to be played like this. But uh, you know, this is how it is at the moment. We have to respect that. But uh, let's look look forward for a, a great game against these two great clubs. Yeah, absolutely. So predictions. Predictions. I, I've been struggling my predictions because you know it's. Uh, but uh, I I'm always confident, as you know me. I never yeah. give up, and um, this is uh, one new Arsenal. Do you know what? I normally to make things more interesting. I normally go for the other team. So you always go Arsenal, and I always go for the other team, just to make things interesting. This week, I'm going to go for an Arsenal 2 0 win. That is good. So, the I, I cannot the other way around. You know? <laughs> no, you can't. No, your <laughs> podcast will be over. And they'll remove all your photos from the Emirates. Because I'm always positive, despite the fact we lost the last two games. Yeah. I have to go Arsenal until the end. But an interesting point you made. You know? I like that. You changed. Yeah. No, well, so United have to score many. Surely, to be tall sympathy for the club. Thank Mate, you. I've got loads of sympathy. <laughs> but I, <laughs> my most important thing is that I beat you. Um, so I think you know Arsenal are scoring at the moment. Obviously, the last game they didn't let a goal disallowed, but they look much better attacking. And United don't look great in defence. Um, so I think it's going to be two, two yeah. one. I don't think United are going to score. So I think two, two one, two nil, two nil. I'm going two nil. Two nil. Oh, it'll be interesting to see. I think Arsenal, um, when I look uh, up front, you know, Arsenal look very, very strong. If, like I said, with uh, Aubameyang, Saka, as they won the last game, just about them to make sure they score their, their opportunities. And um, that is uh, the last few games uh, a little bit unstable uh, at the back at Manchester United. As an opportunity for for us to play, you know, and yeah, just use, exactly just use this in their favor. It does not mean that the game is going to be easy, you know, just people to 
understand that. But um, you have to take uh, opportunity for the moment. You know, the moment this is how how they are. You know, a little bit uh, unstable, not really sure. A little bit. Uh, um, let's say, how, how can I say? Uh, not strong as they used to at some yep. stage of last year. And a uh, great opportunity for Arsenal, for Arsenal players to just take their opportunities, take their chance. Yeah. Well, I think the Wi Fi yeah. is going your end. So, probably a good point to uh, wrap it up. Yeah. But it's great, you know, it's great again. And um, during this uh, hope, Hope for a, a great weekend. Looking forward for this game. You know, when all the time when we this picture is is always uh, interesting. You know? Let's. Uh, I'm sure, big friend of mine, mine uh, Chris Cummings is gonna send me a text. You uh, know uh, about <laughs> this game. He, he loves that. He loves to talk about uh, this when these tough games come. And I'm sure he's going to be there, nervous, as I'll be. Nice. But uh, let's see. Hope uh, Arsenal have And uh, great, my friend. Come Thanks on. to come along again. Always. Great. And uh, if people want to, to hear us, now we are on Spotify and um, also on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Is there any more information I missed? No, that's it. You did well last week. You forgot. So well done for this week. <laughs> that's my friend. All, right, mate. All the best. See you later, Captain. Come along. Bye-bye.